the world has written a narrative of motherhood that's narrow and limiting. But that's not how motherhood was designed to be. We don't have to accept that narrative or stay in that confined space. As Christian mothers, we have the freedom to create a beautiful, fulfilling, and inspiring life for ourselves and for our families. We can live a life of purpose and vision in the midst of the confusion around us. I want you to move from being unsure to being confident as a mom. I want to see you let go of the overwhelm and guilt and embrace the freedom we have in Christ. Let's learn how to enjoy the life and the family we've been given. Let's create homes where faith can grow and hearts can be shaped for the kingdom. I'm Audrey McCracken, and welcome to Grace for My Home. Hello, and welcome back to Grace for My Home. I have been praying for you guys. I want to let you know that. I don't know everyone who listens. I, I certainly don't know everyone who listens, but I do pray for you. And um, I also pray that um, the Lord would, would use me to um, encourage you. And I know what it's like to be in the trenches with little ones and with big ones. And I know how exhausting it can be. And I know how um, taxing it can be on your spirit, on your body, on your mind. But I also know the joy in seeing God move in our homes. And that's what I want to encourage you with today. Um, I've been thinking this week about what to share. And I've just been pondering lately. I've just had a, a lot of things on my mind. You know, we're always in transition. God is always doing something in us. You know, the, the Bible says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. He is perfect, and you can't change perfection. But we are not. So he is constantly making us into the image of Christ, which means we are constantly being changed, we're being worked on for the better, for the good. It's his Holy Spirit in us that's making us into the image of Christ. And so as long as we're going to serve him, we're going to be worked on. We're going to be changed. And sometimes that's exciting. And sometimes that hurts because he's inside moving stuff around, you know. So this week I've been just thinking, what am I going to share this week? What am I going to share with my friends? And um, I wanted to start with Matthew six twenty five, and read a couple of verses there in, in the book of Matthew, which I think will be, hopefully, be encouraging to you. Starting in verse 25 of the sixth chapter of Matthew, it says, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or about your body, what you will put on it. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. 
They do not grow, neither do they toil nor spin. Yet, I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? Or, What shall we drink? Or, What shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all those things, and your heavenly Father knows that you have need of them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Isn't that good? Well, this scripture has actually been perplexing to me at different times in my life because, you know, I want to seek God. I want my mind on on heavenly things. But as a mom, it seems I am constantly thinking about what are we going to eat? You know, what are we going to drink? What are we going to put on? You know what I mean? I mean, it's just that's what we do. That's a big part of what we do as moms. And I remember praying one time, reading the scripture and praying and just saying, Lord, I don't know how to do that because that seems like that's my job. That is what I do is always constantly thinking about what we're going to eat. But when when we dig into that scripture, you know, the Lord is saying he's not saying don't plan or, you know, don't don't eat. He's saying he made us for more than a meal. He made us to be concerned about more things than just what goes in our body and what goes on our body. He made us for purpose. And we as as humans, we are created to go after a goal, a purpose. We function better when we have something that we're going after. That's just how God made us. You know, he says without a vision the people perish, they cast off restraint without a vision, without a purpose, without a drive, without something that we're working to, we give up. We don't do the right things. We don't do the hard things. We gravitate to the easy things or to the base things. But when we have a goal, when we have a purpose, then we have a reason to do the hard things, the things we don't want to do, because we can see that in the end, that's the, that they are the things that produce our desired outcome. And so the Lord has just been, this has just been going over and over in my head the last few weeks, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So I just wanted to encourage you with that today because we can so easily get caught up on the hamster wheel. You know, we're running, 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 trying to, to get all this stuff done. And then when, when we, we never are going to get it all done. But then, you know, we come to a stop and it's like, what's the purpose? What does it matter anyway? If I got it all done and I got it all the checks, all the checks marked off, would I really be any better? See, the Lord wants us to be people of purpose. He wants us to be kingdom minded. 
being kingdom minded means it's I'm not just trying to satisfy my own needs. I'm not just trying to satisfy the needs and the desires of my family, but I am about my father's business. I am doing what he put me here to do. My mind is on kingdom work. And that's why he says, seek first the kingdom of God. And all these things, these things that we need, not just want, but need, they will be added. Jesus is not encouraging us to be lazy or laissez-faire or inactive. You know, the, the New Testament, Paul said, you know, if you don't, provide for your own family, then you're worse than an unbeliever. So he's not saying just have a, you know, a a lazy attitude. He's saying, be intentional about what you're, what you're about. You know, let your aim be the work that God has given you to do here on earth. That is so important when it comes to us mamas. Because we can get so wrapped up, so bogged down in the dishes, in the checklists, in the work. You know, the work is never ending. But when we can have a kingdom mindset, when we develop a mindset of seeing things through the the kingdom, through the eyes of the kingdom, through the eyes of our father, then we can, it helps us to do our work with his grace, with his joy, with his ability. See, he, I love that where he says all these things, these things that you need will be added to you when you are, when you are about the kingdom, when you are serving in the kingdom, when you have, when you have decided that I'm going to do the work of the kingdom. And see, there is a spiritual principle in that, that we can't figure it out, you know, because we're natural. But there is a spiritual principle about that, that when we set our mind to do the work of the kingdom, when we put him at the center, other things fall into place. And the only way to see that it works is to trust it, is to do it. You know, it's like Peter. When Peter saw Jesus on the water and he called and said, Lord, if it's you, call me. And Jesus said, come, come, Peter, it's me. And so Peter, you know, he stepped off of the boat, but he had no guarantee that he wasn't going to drown except the word of the Lord. I mean, everything in the natural would tell him, Peter, you are crazy. What are you doing? But at the word of the Lord, at the word of Jesus, he believed And that's what it's like when we step out and we do kingdom work. We're saying, Lord, I'm putting my trust in you. I don't know where all the pieces are going to come from. You know, you know my needs and I really want to be worried about my needs right now. I really want to be thinking about my needs right now. I really want to be providing and seeking my own needs right now. But I believe if I do what you've asked me to do, then you will take care of these things. And it is a spiritual principle and it works because when we get in that place where we step out and do the things God's called us to do, even when we don't understand all the details, life surges through us. We, we are, it's like Peter walking on the water. You know, we see, oh, wow, God, you've called us to, to so much more. 
than we could figure out in our own strength or with our own eyes. You know, so much more. We can see so much more with your eyes than we can our eyes. And that's why I think you've probably heard me talk about that. You know, the we can get so bogged down in the mundane of what it takes to run a home, what it takes to be a mom, what it takes to be a wife, what it takes to be a person, that we can lose our joy. We can lose sight of the goal. You know, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And the main thing is we are raising our children for Jesus. We are doing this not for ourselves, but we're doing it for him and we're doing it for them. You know, we're passing on our faith to them. So, Mama, you, you know, you may have a million jobs. You know, you may work outside of the home. You may volunteer. You know, you may have lots and lots of people who are looking to you. You may have a million loads of laundry. It may feel like you have so much on you, so much responsibility on you. But the main thing is being about your father's business. And if you will, you know, you've seen it before where people come in and they enter in the movies and they take their hand and there's a table and it's full of junk, right? And they take that hand and they wipe everything off the table and then they throw on it a map, you know, a treasure map. And that's how I see it. It's like, you know, my table is full. It's just full of all this junk. And and it's not really stuff I want to do. It's stuff I've got to do. But sometimes when we take our hand and we just wipe all of that stuff off the table and we throw that map on there, you know, that treasure map. And and this is we're going to seek the kingdom. Lord, show me the kingdom. Show me what you would have me do. Show me what it means to be about your business right now. And then we find the treasure. We find the hidden treasure because we've put him first and we believe that the other things will be taken care of in their time but we're going to give him priority. This works in so many areas. It works when it comes to having a devotion, a quiet time with him. When you carve out that little bit of time, if you can do it in the morning, everybody can't, but if you can do it in the morning, if you can carve out that little bit of time in the morning, it's a cascade effect on your whole day. You've set your mind on heavenly things. All of the big things don't seem so big compared to him. And it, it's a blessing that flows down because you've made him center. And it works in so many things. It works with finances. You know, when I decided to become a stay-at-home mom, I'm not advocating that. I just want to make that clear. That's not everybody's calling. But what, but it was a desire of my heart. And the Lord allowed me to do that. But I was making just as much or more as my husband at the time. And when I felt the Lord had given me, I wanted to come home, but when I felt he'd given me the green light, it was a big, it was a big hit for us financially. But me and my husband were in agreement. We felt like, you know, we both prayed. We felt like, yes, this is God. And it was not easy. It was not easy. Financially, it was hard. And there were months that I had to keep telling myself, I asked for this. I asked for this. You know, why would you complain about something when it's the answer to your prayer, you know? And so it. I'm not saying that things are easy when you put God first, that things are easy when you seek the kingdom, but they're good. You know, sometimes even hard things can be good. 
because they're God. And that is a great place to be when we're walking with Jesus and we're carrying our cross and our our cross isn't easy, but we're obeying him and we feel his pleasure and we feel his smile upon us because we know we're obeying to the best of our ability. You know, we're not perfect, but we're obeying the Lord to the best of our ability. And there's a grace there. It flows, it flows from heaven, you know, and um, the joy of the Lord is there. You know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And when we obey him, we feel his joy. We feel his, his pleasure. And it just makes serving him sweet. It makes serving him sweet when we, when we're in our goal is to please him. And so I just encourage you, meditate on that scripture. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, they're important things. They're needful things. They will be added to you. He takes care of his, of his servants. He takes care of his children. You know, we can't outgive God what we give to him. He knows how to take care of it. And he will provide what we need, when we need it, how, however we need it. I hope this has been an encouragement to you. Lord, I thank you this week that you are with us, that, Lord, you have promised that you will never leave us, you'll never forsake us. And God, you have your eye on our home, on our family. And I pray, Lord, for your blessings on those who hear my voice today. I pray, Lord God, that they would feel encouraged today, that they would feel strengthened in their heart and in their mind. And Lord, that they would see clearly the plan and the path that you have laid out for them. God, if there are areas where they're struggling, I ask you to give them wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you've enjoyed this episode today and will join me here again next week. You can find more encouragement on my blog at graceformyhome.com. God bless. Bye-bye.